how I turned 15 square meters into a full-blown functioning studio. So this is a standing desk I built myself. These are collapsible, collapsible, well, things. And the nice thing about these is they are completely collapsible. Therefore, whenever I move, I just put them into my studio box, which is here. And on top of the studio box is my travel bag. Down here, we have a loop station, which is for sound recording, especially music recording. For this specific scenario, we also have a microphone, which is also for voice recording or also guitar recording. This then connects to the loop station. We also have different instruments, such as this cajon, which is basically a small drum, and these four guitars. One, two, three, four. This one here is acoustic, and this one was super cheap. I have it just because I wanted to have a different tuning, which is nice because it's experimental and it means you can discover new sounds. So therefore, I still not therefore. I also have an Ibanez guitar, which I also have steel strings on. I also have a Fender, Fender and this one. The more interesting part though is the studio itself. So how did I come up with this design, this concept? So I realized that maybe I could use, so I had one of these mom drawers. I think these are called mom drawers. In previous videos, I told you, or I told, or I just said they were called Alex drawers, but they're actually called mom. So I had one. Then I thought, what if I get another one? And they're actually, what if these had the exact height, which you can see here, that it actually amounts to the total height of a standing desk? In theory, yes. In practice, it's a little bit more difficult. Here is why. Because if you want to also have a sitting desk, which I now have, because you can just use a normal chair or a cajon to sit at this desk and you want to have a normal height. Let's check the height. So the height here is 73 centimeters for a sitting desk. And I think that's even, I think that's kind of normal. So then for the standing desk, the height is a little bit too high because you actually want to not have the standing desk so high. It's 130 centimeters. So because I also have this additional plate on top of it, if I actually just go into the desk or next to the desk and just want to work on my notebook, which is here, then the problem is that the elbows basically are too high and the arms are also too high. So therefore, what you need to do is you need to have something that actually you stand on, which is the reason I have the standing thing here, which is not the best solution ever because this thing in the middle causes you to stand kind of uneven. So a better solution would be to just stand on the floor. Why standing? Because standing improves posture and many other things and also activates you more because it's more physically demanding and there is a correlation between how physically demanding an activity is and how focused you are to the desk. I actually have a furnished apartment. So the main problem was what do I do with the bed? And this is actually the bed frame. So I think it now kind of, I mean, it kind of is seamlessly integrated into the studio. Apart from these things down here, which I haven't yet found a good place for. But, I mean, it looks, I mean, also the height of the monitor is basically the right height for the monitor 
to be fully up, I can actually move this monitor up and down. I can also theoretically rotate this monitor. I also had the idea today that what if I bought two other monitors? Of course, there's the financial aspect and the travel aspect. But and this monitor is already, it comes in this box and this box is not the easiest to travel apart from the guitar cases. So the idea was that I theoretically just could put another monitor here and another monitor here. And this probably would increase my productivity because I'm currently switching the sights and views all the time. So now what do we else have? So when it comes to the standing desk, the bases are these two things. The next, the two layers you can currently see here are two chipboards. And these are the standard chipboards you get at least within Germany. And the standard chipboards are 67 centimeters 0.5 in width. Then there are 22 millimeters thick. There are also thinner ones available, but these probably would not hold the weight. So therefore these are the thickest ones. And when it comes to the, to the length, I think these are almost exactly two meters. I think even two meters and five centimeters. So now, why this plate? Because, well, that's actually a good question. Why wouldn't, why, I just had a plate like these before, like this before, and I actually also had it at, an, at a slight angle because of the notebook. What I actually realize right now is that this is not really necessary and it just increases friction on this desk. Maybe I should just remove it and therefore also have this on lower, on the lower level. Nevertheless, let's go into the next part of the setup. So what is the next part of the setup? I think it's already the top portion. So now what do I have here? The main part, everything is centralized on and also everything in the room is centralized on. And this is so nice about this room. So I pre-selected this room. Kind of, I could view it online and I saw that in the middle there were no windows. So here are actually windows and here are also windows. So there are basically two windows and in the middle there is no window. A major problem I had in the past was that my notebook does not appear very bright. So this is the maximum display brightness. The monitor can go brighter, but the notebook cannot. Therefore, if you have background lighting and even more horrible side lighting, or lighting from the back, then you cannot really re see everything down here because of the reflections. But if you, so the best case is that you have light from the side, but not in the back, because this also just increases friction when just trying to look at the desk. So now, I, this is the reason I have the curtains currently shut off. And also because of privacy when recording, I guess. So now the, the question is, what is this notebook? This is a HP Spectrum 15, and that's the 2019 edition. It comes with two Thunderbolt ports here and here, which are also USB-C. It also comes with a USB-A port, which is very nice because then you just have a USB-A port. It also comes with microSD, which you can see here. It doesn't come with the tape that makes it look so, so weird. And it also comes with the sparrow plug, plug, which charges the notebook with 130 watts and an HDMI out. But because I now, after a few years, finally have a working USB-C hub, this means I theoretically don't even need this notebook here. And I could just place also the notebook just down there 
or somewhere else. Because I now have an elongation cable at first, an extension cable, and this connects to the Anchor 655 hub, which is not black, which is kind of a bummer. Nevertheless, I like it. Why? Because it's a travel hub, you could say. So it has all the necessary ports and it also has this angle port in the back, which means that I can connect it here, because here is, it's not working because the, the thing is too, too broad. But now I can connect all the things here. And what are all the things? First, the HDMI port, then theoretically an additional USB-C 100 watt power in. It actually gives then passes through 85 watts to the notebook and my notebook also charges with USB-C theoretically, but my Satachi hub doesn't currently. So there seem to be some, some issues whenever I connect this either directly to my notebook or to the hub and then to my notebook. My notebook then often shows a Windows blue screen, which basically is, well, the, the computer shutting down. So then there's also an ethernet cable that's connected and HDMI. On the other side we have two slots, a micro SD and also normal SD, which is very nice, but since I already have only micro SD any, anymore because um, I switched basically just to micro SD for this notebook, I still have a few SD cards, but nevertheless I now have an additional port in order also to transfer files and also in order to transfer files on the go I now can transfer files because from one SD to the next, I actually can do it because I have this very nice hub that is also my travel hub. And then we have this connection, which leads us to the next part. And there is also an additional, so these are two USB 3.1 or 3.2, I'm not exactly sure. And this is a audio check out. So now we actually follow where this leads us and where this leads us is basically down here, which are my four five terabyte hard drives from Western Digital, which are USB-C hard drives. So we move to the back and what we can see here is a lot of cables. And simultaneously to these cables, you can also see an IC box hub with 13 ports, which is currently not really sharp in focus. And this IC, and there's also my notebook charger. And that's basically my that connects the thing that connects my drives and also it connects another thing. So if we can, we take a look here again and what you can see if it focuses, there is, there are a few other things that go out of here. <laughs> my galaxy just leaves me alone in terms of focus. So uh, there are a few other things. One of these is these, this cable and this cable leads us apart from this very, so this is, these are my Galaxy Buds Pro, which I charge here on a wireless pad. I theoretically could also charge my phone. The problem is just on my phone, I actually have a case which has a battery, not a battery, but a magnet, which doesn't make it cleaner, but it makes it possible to theoretically mount it in the car. But, but well, so these are my main chargers. These basically charge everything and but we wanted to follow this USB cable here. This USB cable connects to this USB cable, which connects to the Zoom H6, which is my all-in-one audio solution. Why all-in-one now? Of course, I now also have currently a microphone on me, which is Lavalier Go, because I actually just gave up 
trying to connect the Zoom also for videos like these without then improving the audio quality. It's just on my phone with the internal microphone, but the audio quality was just not as good as the Zoom and therefore I wanted to increase the audio quality, therefore I bought this Lavalier Go, which seems to be a very good solution, at least up until now. So in addition now, not in addition, but at the action again, this Zoom H6 means that I can record basically up to six tracks from either the station, from a microphone, from basically anything that can plug either as a normal plug in here. I also have adapters, which means I can use normal microphones or audio jacks with these adapters, which you can see here in one of my bags. This is, an, this is the wrong adapter actually. And this is the right adapter actually. So with a, an adapter like this, you can also connect something like the WGO directly into the Zoom. Additionally, you can also, the Zoom also has a 3.5 microphone input, which you can also connect, but in my experience it didn't work yet. But I saw on the internet that it worked. A major problem now is, so why is this, first of all, first, apart from the major problem, I will tell you shortly, what is the connection with, what is up with the connection to the computer? The connection to the computer means that it is also a USB audio interface, which you because phones these days are also computers, which means you can also connect via USB-C, this here, to a phone, which is a very nice solution. But since the Galaxy S10s are the last ones also to have an audio check in, which also has a microphone in, you can also connect the output of the Zoom H6 directly to, so I have the output here, and then I have a cable, which is on this cable thing here, which then theoretically, if I find it, provided I find it, so it should be this one here, I can then con directly with a TRS adapter, obviously, because the Lavalier Go is a TRS microphone and not a TRRS microphone, which would mean I would, a TRRS microphone is basically a smartphone microphone, you can connect without an adapter, and a TRS, you need an adapter. Because if you plug this in, this has two lines, two black rings, and the TRRS has three. So you plug this in, and then it doesn't work because you need an adapter. But my adapter is currently connected to here, to my phone which I'm recording with. So now, what this does for me is, it also has, so it is an audio interface, meaning I can also do Zoom talks, I also can listen to audio on my headphones here. Output it via the USB and then the hub and then it goes directly out to here and then onto the headphones. And well, these also, this also has an internal microphone. These are actually exchangeable, which is very nice. And these sound very good. Also, you can then select, you then select audio interface. You also have an additional option to connect SSD card reader, which gives me my third option to connect SD cards. And then you can just connect stereo or multi-track, also connecting to something like Cubase, and then you're set up, you're ready to go. And then you have these very nice knobs, and it looks nice because it's the black version. And that's 
basically everything you need to know up until now about the Sumo H6. It's around 350 euros. The sloop station was 300, around 300 I got it used. The notebook was around 1800. It actually is the version with the two terabytes and 1050 Ti. And this was around, I can't remember, I think it was around 300. It was basically the most budget 4K monitor. This monitor is 4K. My notebook is also 4K. And that's very nice because I like high resolutions and this also means you can display programs much smaller. So now we move on to the microphone stand. And the microphone stand is kind of a something that I'm not really happy with. And happy is not usually a word I would say in a video like this because it's, it's just too basic, too simple and it's also an emotion. It just doesn't make very much sense. Why? Because it cannot power, it cannot carry the weight. I cannot screw this down up to a point where this doesn't rotate constantly. Apart from the fact that this here is also a very unstable situation, which means I already dropped the Zoom H6 once or twice, which is not very nice. So now I am searching for a different stand. I think I found one, which is a stand by Blue. I can actually show it to you. So these are the current options. This is kind of the cheapest one I have. This was kind of a complete set also with the adapter, with the pop filter. Then there are others, for example, the one Joe Rogan uses. This is not on here, but this is, I think, the one I am searching for. Blue microphone compass, because it's very long. It's also almost black. It has this logo on there, which I'm not really this is kind of a bummer, but I think and the reviews are kind of mixed, but most of them are good. So therefore, this probably is the option. The only downside is it's 110 euros, something like this. And I already have the Zoom mounted. In addition, I would also like to have my phone mounted on here in the back. So this would mean that I have my normal setup, which is my phone here next to the monitor. And then I could actually just like this, which is my normal, if you ever watched another, another video of mine, this is kind of the normal look I have these days in terms of the camera position and also the light, which is mounted above. Let's move on to the next part, which is kind of the start charging station. So we have two different chargers, two different USB multi chargers, and they both have USB-C. So one has USB-C 45 watts, and the other one has 30 watts. This attack key charger causes problems with my notebook, which is a bummer because otherwise this would be the one charger for your travel wherever you go that would charge all of your devices, including the Zoom, because the Zoom is actually powered via USB. Micro USB, so the plugin is actually micro, not micro, but mini USB, which is a downside. Nevertheless, it came with it, so therefore I cannot change it. And there is also not a new version that doesn't have it anymore. So now let's move on to these bags. So in here is basically my audio bag. So I have different audio things in here. Also, I realized if I put these in here, it hides the cables next to the screen. And it also makes the screen kind of dark. Just like, I mean, it's just better if you have dark things on the side. And there is a podcast episode that is going live soon. And then we also have this other one which has additional power banks 
and also cables. This, for example, is a USB-C extension cable. In addition now, we have these three soft boxes. And currently, I'm only using the top one because it is such a good position that the light, I think, is good enough. I also have this here, which is adjustable with this remote. That's basically an LED light, which you also can use uh, to make these very cool things, which are called, what are they called? I cannot remember right now. And in addition, you just can use this here and change either the light to a constant light source or also to another light source. You can also switch to the different light sources, but you also have these different modes. And the one I use currently was the one where it constantly switches the light. In addition, I have a lamp down here and my GorillaPod 5K, which is actually, yeah, it's called the 5K. And this is the one I usually have up here in the corner in order to have them record me. Or I have it down here in order to record music. So now when it comes to these stands, these are all from a set I will probably link below from Amazon. And well, I could use a little bit more light. So I theoretically can turn this on, but I don't really need to turn this on because this light is already enough and has a very nice look. So therefore, well, I just maybe point this towards the side and then we can see the whole thing a little bit better. So these were the stands that were actually coming with the whole thing. And I taped them onto bigger stands because it makes them more stable. And the same is true for the other one on the other side. I have zipper bags filled with water in here as counterweights, which are also very travel friendly because then I don't have to carry five to 10 kilograms of weight just to counterbalance this light here. And I think that's the current end of this whole thing, apart from the last thing we need to discuss, which is this situation here. So because I had the set, because this set with the three studio lights also came with backgrounds, it also came with this barrel. And additionally, there are also two stands. The one is here, which I have kind of mounted here. And then I just connected the whole thing to an extension barrel, which I have under my guitar case down here. So because this is actually a studio, I wanted to have a separation from my study and the workplace, which again, I have to admit, it sounds kind of cool. Maybe this is also the thumbnail. Let's just take the thumbnail. So therefore you are currently in the thumbnail creation. And I needed to have a space separation. And the space separation is actually, if you go here, studio, kitchen, studio, kitchen, bath, kitchen, studio. I think you get the point. Um, I currently don't have a nice light here. I only have a light which I now connect. And it is still very, very dark because, well, there is a giant black thing in front of here. Therefore, we just add some light. So now this is the kitchen. And I think it's a nice kitchen. And because I have this here, it's kind of an entry. I can also move the entry if I move the barrel more to the, to the thing here. So more to the middle. And then I have a bigger entry. And then you have basically the kitchen, which is just a normal sized mini kitchen, you could say. And well, you have all the things you need in here. I additionally have my, some of my storage boxes here. 
and the rest of my Soda Studio boxes are here with my folders and additional cables and things like these. And then the guitars are there. You already saw them. And that's basically the kitchen. The bathroom is in there, but I, I think I don't want to show the bathroom right now because it's not super, super, super clean. And therefore, I will leave this out. But you can imagine there's a shower in there. <laughs> there's also um, a toilet in there and a sink. That's basically the whole thing. In the entry, there is also a mirror, which is very nice because a mirror is just very nice and I didn't have to mount it because it was furnished. So therefore, now that's the end. That's the end of this gigantic studio tour.